What's up, guys? This is Alex Quinn. I'm a Forbes accredited marketer and global keynote speaker. And this is the Hustle Inspires Hustle podcast on Revolver Podcasts. We are a self-development and entrepreneurship community for go-getters to organize their life and business. Get ready to gain knowledge from top-level entrepreneurs and world-class business leaders and be one step closer to becoming the ultimate entrepreneur. This episode is brought to you guys by HoneyBook. HoneyBook is an all-in-one business management platform made for the modern entrepreneur. Manage your invoices, contracts, and payments all in one platform. Go to HoneyBook.com and use promo code Alex to get 50% off. All right, my man, it's a pleasure to finally be on the podcast. Bro. I've, been, I've been peeping you on social media for a while now, and we got a chance to, to meet each other at Dream Masterminds uh, early December. How's everything, man? How's everything with you? I see you have a baby. How is life right now? Dude, things are good. It has, you know, these last uh, few months have been a total, total life change. So my wife, my wife and I had our, uh, our first child, it was a boy and man, be, I thought I was busy before, but like you, it, the craziest thing is you just have to be dialed in. Like there's no even minutes or seconds off. You know what I mean? Like I, I yeah. just, that thoughts always there on top of everything that, you know, I already had going. So it's been an adjustment, but dude, it's the coolest it's the coolest thing that I've ever experienced. And like, I don't, I really don't know if I can't describe it to someone unless they really have a child. I think. Yeah. But like right now we're at the point where, so my son's like almost 11 weeks old and he's like smiling and talking and also, so I'm just spending a lot of time, like taking that in. When you came to Miami, he was a newborn when I came to Miami. Right. And so I like, typically I, I had pushed all events off for these first few months of, um, our baby being around, but you know, dream mastermind is something that I have been a part of since the start. And I had already had that booked and I really just, uh, I, I like to be a part of their culture. So i made the sacrifice to head out there for a few days. But other than that, man, all travel has really been paused. That's good, man. That you're, you're enjoying a different side of life now. It's crazy. That's crazy. fantastic, man. And, and you, bro, you, you're pretty efficient when it comes to the digital game. You, you work from home, you have a mobile, like you have a mobile office, obviously you, you, you move wherever you need to go, but you have your station at home. Yeah. So like, that's where I'm at right now. I spend most of my time at home. Especially, like I have an office here where I live as well. Um, yeah. But so I spend most of my time at home, especially just because there's less distractions, but especially right now with the baby here, like just, you know, if my wife needs something, I'm there. Right. But, you know, I, I'm location independent. I can work. I work from home. I can travel, uh, you know, so I, I have got the efficiency thing down. Do you have a life changing event you want to share with us? Shoot us a text or you could go to Alex Quinn with one N on Instagram. Press the contact button on the profile page and click text. You have a pretty dope setup at home. I've been seeing it on your stories and on your videos. You have a nasty setup, bro. So, okay. So I, this is, this is new. Let's talk about this. So I'm really big on, uh, changing your environment every once in a while, just to get like the creativity flowing. And because so I had before, you know, I had these two executive desks in my home office here where I sat down and I'm, I'm sitting down right now, but I have an adjustable height desk. Um, but like I would come into my home office and it was just dead as shit, dude. I didn't have any energy. I did, I wasn't getting shit done. I was just like, getting distracted like i was bored right and finally one day i was like i something's got to change and i just i i, I threw everything i sold all the shit 
and I ordered a standing desk that goes up and down. Uh, I got, and then I, cause I had a, a computer then too. And so I went and bought a new MacBook. And now dude, I just, I roll into here. I drop my MacBook into a docking station that rolls up to two monitors. I've got the standing desk, the lights. It's like the dopest setup ever. I don't know how I haven't had yeah, this. Yeah, you're like ready to hack the world there. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, that's, that's what it looks like. Like I'm fucking ready to go. Yeah. That's good, man. You changed your flow up. And sometimes you got to do that. You got to shake up your environment or shake up, you know, you move things around just to, to give yourself a little bit of energy or switch things up. It's necessary, man. Sometimes you, yeah. you get accustomed to the same old stuff and it becomes like a routine and you got to switch things up a little bit. Well, yeah. And you just got to know how you work too. Like, I mean, so like if I lived in a bigger city, like a big city, I would just get out and about, I would go work in different environments. Right. But like, dude, I live in the Midwest. There's not a lot of shit here. You know, yeah. it, it's like, it's You're Missouri, cool. right? Springfield. Yeah. It's Springfield, Missouri. Right. So, um, you know, I, I am anticipating I'll have to get out of here eventually, but you know, for now I, I got to change the shit up right where I'm at because there's not that many places to go. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm out here. It, I'm, I'm in a big city. I'm in Miami, but the issue with Miami is the traffic. So anywhere you go, you're stuck in traffic. So for me, I like just like either home or office. I, <clears throat> I stay back and forth, but there's so many people that, that work by the beach or in a nice hotel or a crazy coffee shop or whatever. But for me, for stuff like this, for recording podcasts, at least two, three times a week, um, it's, it's important for me to have a nice setup at home. And, and there's nothing wrong with working from home. It's actually cool, bro. I mean, if you could work from home and you're blessed enough to be able to work from home by all means, right? Yeah. I mean, I agree. Like, and it just, Depends how you work, you know, like, I mean, I go through everything for, for me moves in phases, right? So I go through phases where I want to be working at my office yeah. um, and then I'll go through it, it all for me. It all comes down to how I'm feeling and how I can be the most efficient. If that means, to, you know, today it's at the home office. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I'm going to be at the home office. If I think that I need to be at my office uh, in town to like get shit done, I'm going to do that. Right. Like what I just, it, it, you have to know yourself well enough to perform. So how did, bro, how did this all start? You know, you're moving big on social media. You've, you've built some brands. You've done some craziness. How did this all come to be? How did you end up in this place, in this career path? So, you know, that's an interesting question because for me, like really where my story starts is like, I have a really gnarly past with drugs and alcohol. And um, so I was basically dead at 21 from addiction. I ended up in rehab and uh, that kind of thrusted me into this like growth minded personal development mindset, which was uh, totally new before that, like introspection was never happening. Um, I didn't know anything about myself. I was just totally broken, confused, 21 year old individual. Right. And I got into real estate because there was a really, really low barrier to entry. I got it. I started as a real estate agent. Um, and I actually still have a real estate business here in the Midwest, but, um, you know, I it took off, took off super quick in real estate. I think I sold 46 homes my first year between yeah. April and November. Uh, dude, <laughs> I just went, I went hard. You went in uh, bro. Yeah. But I had all this energy. I wasn't like drinking and like, I didn't know what to do. So I was just like going, going, learning, working, getting it. But for me, like I knew that there, I knew that there was more out there. I wasn't totally fulfilled by it. Um, from there, got into the call center space, did well in that for a while, moved into the payment processing space, which I am still in, you know, slinging merchant accounts. Um, and, you know, at, but at this point, you know, this is like three years later, right? I, I built these three multiple six figure businesses in three years. And I was like, on, you know, what other people would think on top of the world. And I just, I wasn't that happy, man. 
things were okay, but I was, I didn't feel like I always thought I would by that level of financial success or that level of, yeah, you weren't fulfilled. Like and I remember, so I, what I did is, you know, I started to really, because up until then I was just hustling for cash, right? I just wanted money. I thought that that was, I'm raised in the Midwest, right? Like you're th- you think that a hundred thousand dollars a year is going to solve all your problems. And then you go and you smash that and you're not happy. It's like, what the fuck? Like everything I was, I ever thought was wrong. And so like, I call it like my midlife crisis that I had at 23 or 24. And, you know, from there I went on this like real long, like, you know, 12, 18 months self-realization journey of just trying to really figure out what was going to make me happy. And whenever I looked, um, whenever I looked at myself in my life and times that I did feel fulfilled, it was whenever I was like in AA, like working with other young alcoholics, right. To achieve like guys who were struggling with addiction that gave me fulfillment. And then I noticed that I got similar, basically anytime I was getting out of self, but I'm, I wanted to be able to, I mean, I wanted to be able to turn that into, you know, a, a fat business. I still love business money, like all of it. Right. Like, yeah. but you can't do that in addiction, right? Like AA is just, that's something that you do to keep yourself. Like I stay sober by helping other dudes get sober. And, you know, so I, I thought, Hey, how can I like start helping individuals in business? And I got onto social media, like just under 18 months ago onto Instagram to, one, kind of see if I could help dudes get sober and two, and th- that was really it. But then like, I started talking about just my life. I'm a pretty polarizing dude. Like, and people were like, what do you do? Started talking about my businesses, connected with some people in this young social media entrepreneurship space and things just kind of took off, man. And then I, I, I got obsessed with learning about Instagram and here, here we are. I, it all happened so fast once I got onto Instagram. And you're pretty, bro, you're really, really active on Instagram. And <clears throat> I, I mean, I watch your stories, I see your posts, like it's, you're, you're doing better and better each time. Your posts this week have been killing, it, especially those, those quote posts that you've been doing. Um, I saw that you were posting on your stories, bro. You're getting 16,000 likes on your posts. That's ridiculous, man. So, well, I mean, so like right now I've got, I've got the hashtag game figured out. I don't know how long it'll, how long it'll last, but, um, you know, with, with a certain, and, and I mean, here's the thing, dude, you got to learn how to growth hack, right? And then all the guys who growth hack, they don't give any information away because no, things only, things only last for so long. Right. But like, so right now let's give it to the listeners who are listening to your stuff. So like, of like, let's say I get 16,000 likes, right? Like yeah. I probably shot 4,000 super high quality power likes to it um, over the course of the first hour that my shit was posted. Right. So like, you know, there's different sites out there, panels that you can get. So I'm getting maybe 4,000 likes from accounts that are all over 20,000 followers. Right. Mm -hmm. That looks really, really good to the Instagram algorithm. Right now. Also what I'm doing, I'm posting the hashtags in the comments because that shit is all happening. Like this is the stuff you have to figure out the science behind it. So I'm giving like whoever is listening to this podcast straight gold, and, but I don't yeah. know how long this will last. Right. But so I am now topping every single hashtag. I hashtag I use that quote post that I used yesterday. I fucking got 20,000 impressions from that. Like it's just a super average post, you know, but I got 20,000 hashtag impressions on that post. Not to mention everything it did on explore, what it does on my profile, people like, I've got the sauce right now. So you're, so you're dropping the hashtags on the actual comments. You're not dropping it on the caption. I'm dropping them on the comments. Right. And then I'm, I have, I'm having really, really high quality power likes come in. And then what I'm doing is, you know, I'm, I'm making, I'm just like 
you have to, it's all about the timing, how you drip those likes into there. Um, and I'm just always testing stuff like that. Like, so like, and I'm like not concerned at all. Like I'll have people hit me up and be like, your shit's fake or like your shit's like, maybe it's not like, you know what I mean? Like people coming yeah. in, like trying to hate on shit. Yeah, people always have something to say. I'm like, listen, motherfucker, like my reach is farther than whatever you think you should be doing, right? Like all I care, I don't care how my shit looks. All I care about is the number of eyes that see it. Yeah. I mean, bro, you're, you're using tools that you have at your disposal to push it at first, push the algorithm, make sure it gets on enough feeds. And after that, it's just a snowball effect. And it's yeah, cool. yeah. After People that, actually looking at it, watching it, and commenting. So I mean, well, I mean, because here, here's the deal. Like, I got onto Instagram and grew during a time where it's been hard to grow on Instagram. The last yeah. 15 months have been the hardest time in the history of Instagram to grow. And I was like, I have to grow. So I had to learn how to game the system. It's not like you can just rely. You can just post good content and rely on that content to grow now. It, it just doesn't work like that, like it no. did in 2014, right? Like you gotta fucking know the game, you gotta know how to get on Explore, and then you also have to trust your content to perform while well on Explore. You got this shit down pack, man. You just gotta know, you gotta know the game. And see, what's weird is sometimes like, I'm not right though. Like that post yesterday, did not expect that shit to hit as hard as it did. Yeah, it did great, man. Yeah. I mean, like it's, it's so fun to watch, like, you know, and I've got it down, like, you know, to where I, I'm efficient with my time too. Cause when I first started on Instagram, it was like, it was becoming a really expensive hobby just from the sense of how much time I was spending on it to get shit out, you know, but now I've got like, it takes me probably 20 minutes in the morning to get my shit out across a couple different accounts. And then I just have fun watching it all day. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do, bro. Like, my reach is nowhere as big as yours, and that's mainly because I drop, like, bro, I drop content, but I don't really. I'm so crazy with everything that I have going on throughout the day that over the last like year, I've kind of used like Instagram as something like a like a fun networking tool, but I haven't taken it as seriously as a lot of people have, and you could tell the difference. Like, you've been taking it really seriously, and your shit is popping, right? Yeah. Um, I have a lot of content. I shoot a lot of content for different brands and different things, but my strategy when it comes to actually pushing on IG isn't as complex as yours is. I just, I drop it, you know, my people see it. And then I have other accounts that I drop it on that drive traffic towards me. But what you're doing is right. you're doing it without other accounts. Like you're doing it. You, yes. like you have your own method that you've created or maybe not created, but followed and, and it's working for you, which is great. But well, talk see, to me. For us too, you know, there's something that I want to add there before we move on. Like for you, like that's a great shit. Like you were already shooting content for other brands that you had and had other accounts to leverage, right? Like I jumped on the space. I didn't know anyone. I wasn't ready to put money into creating content. So like I was growing on just like shitty content that I was making on my phone. Like, Hey, you know, I need to grow like this. So I had to, I had to play a different game, right? Yeah. Both sides are viable. Yeah. They are, they are. And you yeah, see, it's eventually, over. eventually, eventually people like us end, end up connecting anyways on digital media. Cause bro, I've never been to Springfield. Never. I don't think I've even been close, but the fact that we connected on digital media, you have a podcast, I have a podcast. You were in the same circle. It's, it's just wanting to do it. So the, so the people that make up excuses about how they don't live in a cool, big ass city where they could create dope content or where they could connect with crazy people. That's not an excuse because here, here you are, you know, in the Midwest, 
making hella moves from your home office, filming all types of stuff, having a badass podcast. What, what's the excuse? You know? Yeah, dude, there's not what like, uh, and I mean, what it comes down to is just like, do you fucking want it? Like I hear all this stuff like, and like video, like guys, I use like guys that I use for video. Now they'll get mad at me for saying this, but I'm like, you don't have to have great looking video to grow on Instagram. I'm like, mm -hmm. I probably thought you did too, but I just did it. Right. Like it, it's literally we're at the point now where there's so much good content and like, you know, visually pleasing content on Instagram that like some shitty looking stuff with just like, a you know, average looking stuff. It's uh, it's a pattern interrupt. Yeah. And it's a little refresher because everything's always so friggin perfect that sometimes it's just nice to see something like homemade, homey, like personal. It's not relatable. Yeah. You know, people like relatable and what's relatable for, you know, I like, I don't know what percentage it is, but nearly everyone is on Instagram just to consume. Right. So yeah. if you're just a consumer, you know, obviously you want to dream a little bit too and like see like the crazy travel stuff, really nice stuff. But then also what's going to resonate with you is stuff that it's like, oh, I could actually probably do that. So, so let me ask you something, bro. Tell me a little bit about wake up wealthy. Yeah. So wake up wealthy, dude. Um, you know, I gave a little bit about my story earlier and we were talking about how, you know, I, I wasn't fulfilled. I, I had to learn how to get out of self and like create impact, uh, in individuals lives and also monetize. And so wake up wealthy when it started, like was literally just a productivity coaching program that I was just kind of doing on the side. I was like, look, I'm really, really good at like being efficient and like, you know, like what I can do in a day takes most people two days, like that type of thing. Right. And yeah, took on my first couple clients and what was happening is I was coaching them on so much more. Right. Like, and I just, I started to really identify the issue within young entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs and, you know, individuals in general, I would say, and really what it comes like my entire obsession is peak performance in the areas of mind, body, spirit, and business. Like I want to be my best self all the time, better than I was yesterday in each of those areas. And to do that, the only way that you can do that is through structure and discipline, right? Like, and so what I found is that, dude, all these guys, all these entrepreneurs, they know what they need to be doing. It doesn't matter if you're kicking ass in business, like maybe your life uh, like sucks everywhere else, right? Like you're out of shape <laughs> yeah. relationships, but you know that you need to be in the gym. You know that you need to be like buying your wife flowers or whatever. You know that in your business, you need to be doing more sales calls, finding ways to monetize, growing your brand, learning, right? But everybody, it's, there's so much chaos going on right now. It's just the fucking whole ethos of the world is vibrating all the time that you're like, what the hell do I do? You know, yeah. and everybody lacks this, like a structured system to be able to systemize all that noise and have the discipline to implement it and create real change in their life. And that like, I had built that system for myself and I had to start plugging it. Alrighty, hustlers, let's take a quick break. You're listening to the Hustle Inspires Hustle podcast with Alex Quinn. All right, guys, so let's talk about tools that are actually going to help you build your business, tools that I'm using right now. One of them is HoneyBook. Are you starting a new business? Do you have multiple clients? HoneyBook provides everything you need to manage your business efficiently. Whether you're an entrepreneur, photographer, consultant, or designer, 
HoneyBook is an all-in-one business management platform that lets you streamline your business, look professional with clients, and get paid fast. Combine your invoices, contracts, and payments all in one platform. You can access HoneyBook on desktop or on the mobile app. Go to HoneyBook.com and use promo code ALEX to get 50% off. Jason Stone here. Hi everyone, it's Neil Patel and you're listening to Hustle Inspires Hustle. This is the motherfucking CEO, Andy Frisella. You're listening to Hustle Inspires Hustle with Alex Quinn. And I see, bro, I see a lot of people responding extremely well to it, man. Like you have a solid group of people that really, that really resonate with what you're putting out. How does that feel, man? How does it feel to see like, <clears throat> you know, if, if you thought back a few years ago, when, when you told me that you were going through certain hardships in your life, somebody would have told you, look, in a few years, people are going to be completely nuts about how organized and how much you have your shit together, how, you know, how, how you've turned all of this around. You probably would have thought that they were crazy if somebody was talking to you about that. And now you're actually doing it. Dude, it's, it, it is crazy. And, you know, I try to take time now to really sit back and listen, like, look at it and be grateful for it. Because, like, what ha- I mean, dude, everyone had given up on me, including myself, you know? And, like, if you were to ask me that, like, I mean, dude, like, I've got guys who are literally, like, in my group what I've created is just so much bigger than myself, right? Like I've got guys who have wake up wealthy tattooed on them. Like I've got guys who I have yeah. a hustle inspires hustle tattoo. Just one that somebody did. That's crazy. Right. <laughs> That's dude. It's crazy. So like, you know, I, I like, I just couldn't imagine it. And so this pro my program, it, what happened to is it, it's so difficult to complete with rigorous honesty because it's only for young, successful male entrepreneurs, right? Pretty much sub 30 entrepreneurs making at least a hundred thousand dollars a year. Right. And so these are guys who they've got egos, they struggle with shit. And my program is like, listen, if you want to be part of this thing, you're going to have to get, you're going to have to face yourself right now. Then you're going to have to get vulnerable with me. Then you're going to have to get vulnerable with the rest of the members of the group. Right. And if you don't get the fuck out. Right. And that's what creates real growth and real change. And because of this, all these guys were getting so close with each other that this idea of the brotherhood formed. And now it's the biggest value add that our program has. Like we've got the most tight knit group of six and seven figure entrepreneurs under the age of 30 who are supporting each other through whatever it is in their life. Like they're flying across the country to meet each other, all sorts of shit. And like in 12 months, dude, it's going to be like, listen, if you're an entrepreneur under 30 and you make decent money and you're not a part of wake up wealthy, like you fucked up. Yeah, you're screwing up. Yeah, like well, for the listeners, I'm man, excited. where can they find you? Where, like, for the people listening and watching right now, they're interested in this. They fit the demographic. They want to be part of it. Where can they look for it? So, uh, the best place to find it all is my Instagram is the hub. Just at Brody Kern, B R O D I E K E R N. Like everything's there in the link in the bio. Beautiful. <clears throat> now let's do. Let's go into some Q and A, bro. Okay. Yeah. Let's switch it up a little bit. Obviously, we have a lot of things going on all over the world. What is one thing that you would change about the planet right now? From any perspective. That's an interesting question. That is not one that I have ever uh, been given. So, you know, to be completely transparent, dude, I I try to stay out of what is going on at at the macro all the time because it it tends to uh, it tends to stress me out. And but as far as the human the human condition goes like it, it, like the number one thing that I wish that I could eradicate is ego. 
Like it, it, it's, core, it, yeah, it's the core problem that I see everywhere. That's a really important one though. It, it I think the most. Yeah. If you, if you just drop the act, we just, I mean, honestly, bro, ego comes from insecurity. There's a lot of exactly. reasons for people to be insecure out there right now. And, and it, it's all, it's, it has a lot to do with the lack of communication, right? We're, we're, we're in such a connected world right now that, and we're in such a connected world, but yet we're so disconnected at the same time. Like right. we live in a world that where we could send a message to anybody at any part of the planet and they're going to get it in under a few seconds. We live in a world where like dance challenges go global, like, like yeah. Drake's dance challenger or, or the Harlem shake. Uh, we're living in a world where an egg gets like 30 something million likes and people all get together to make it happen. But we, we also need to realize that we're so connected. Everything is, there, there's so many possibilities for us to do positive, but yet we choose to pay attention to the things that really don't matter most of the time. Right. right? Well, what it is, is it's it, it, like, and here, here's my take on it, right? Like it just, you know, especially I, I'm worried about like the 18 or 19 year old right now, or even the 15 to 20 year old, like, uh, because perspective is off. Right. And unless you've been through some serious hardship and some serious suffering yourself, then your perspective is going to be off because of social media. Like social media is an incredible tool. But right now you've got guys who maybe they want to be in business for themselves or they, you know, young women who think, holy shit, I see all these Instagram models like looking perfect and shit. And really it's like filters and some fucking airbrush and shit. Photoshop, Lightroom. Exactly, right? Like, but they just, and then you bring on all this insecurity. And then so, you know, ego goes a lot of different ways. Like, you know, especially in young men, like ego is just a negative response to insecurity. Then they need the, they feel the need to flex on Instagram when they don't actually have any money, right? They feel the need to do all this shit, buy a watch that they can't afford, buy a fucking lease a car that they can't afford. Get some Gucci's, Balenciaga's shit. You don't need, dude. You don't need. And I mean, I like, I, I've been there though. I've been there. I've been that guy. I'm not going to lie. I've been that guy, but I didn't really know what I was doing and you have to learn, you know? Yeah, like I, I went through that too. And that, that's what I was going to say. I mean, like when I bought my Rolex, I couldn't really afford my Rolex, right? Like, I, I think I know you've got one, right? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Like, I mean, it's part of being a young guy who comes into money at a young age. Like how, how old are you? I'm 25. Same, same. So like, you know, when you make money at a young age, of course you're going to like ego is something that we also struggle you want to show people you're successful and that you could make things happen and stuff. But you know, maybe that's not necessarily the best way, but that's the way that I guess we've been accustomed to seeing on social media or the trends that end up happening. But at the end of the day, those material things don't mean anything, just hard work, good work ethic, solid reputation, you know, good morals. That's what really stands out at the end of the day with the dust settles. Here's what at here's, I mean, and like for me, what happened is, you know, I, my, so my parents were 17 years old when they had me and I grew up in a, a less than fortunate financial situation. And so I grew up with a really negative relationship with money. And because of that, I wanted these material things. I needed these material things so that I felt enough about myself. So yeah, they validated me. They were ego and insecurity in themselves. And I'm not saying that like buying nice shit means you're fucking insecure. Like people say that, like sometimes you just like nice shit, but just understand when the time is for that. Like I get it. I fucking love nice shit, but right. But like the thing is what I realized is more important. Like what, what gets me jacked up more now 
is what I'm doing when nobody's watching, right? When am I putting in work when nobody can see it, right? Yeah. Like for me, that's at the gym. It's if I'm fucking running. It's if I'm pushing through a meditation that I want to stop right now, right? Like the discipline, that's what's important. I'm with that. So what's on your bucket list this year, bro? It's an exciting year. Had a lot of shit going on. It just started. What is one of the biggest things you want to do this year for yourself, for your family or for your business? So I want to run a 50 mile ultra marathon this fall. Damn. That's on my bucket list. 50 mile. Yeah, bro. I, I look, I'll tell you the truth, man. In high school, when we, we had to run like during PE, I would hide behind the bush. I hate running, man. I was on the soccer team. I was on the football team. But every time we had to run, I couldn't do it, man. So, bro, if you run those 50 miles, I'm going to be so I'm going to be clapping for you, bro. <laughs> well, so let me, let, okay. So let, let, like, let me give you a brief story here. So uh, dude, I'm two, I'm every bit of 215. Like I'm a big fucking dude. Uh, yeah, I'm you know, are. 511, 215. Like I got girth, you know, and I've always been really bad at running, but I listened to uh, David Goggins book. I'm sure you know who he is. He's just recently like blown up on the scene, but David Goggins book just made me like pop up in the hood from a, a mental toughness perspective. And I just didn't like what I saw. So I, really, if you would have asked me a month and like a little over a month ago, how far could you run? I'd be like a mile. Right. And then, so I started trying to run and I've got this one mile loop by my house. And uh, over the course of a couple of days, I, I, I ran three miles. Like I ran one mile day one, two miles day two, three miles day three. And then I had plateaued there for a while and because I was running this loop by my house yeah. and come like mile and a half, I would start telling myself reasons that I could stop at two miles or three miles. And then I would stop. And then what happened is one day I went out and I'm like, okay, how can I beat my brain? Right. And so, and this is what it takes to break through. So I just like, I ran three miles in the opposite direction of my house. And then, so I had no option, but to run back. And then I did six miles that day. And then six nice. miles was my new baseline run. And then two days ago, I did 10 miles when it was like fucking 15 degrees. And that was a huge win for me. Bro, you went from like not running to like Olympic gold medalist in like fucking two weeks. Good shit. <laughs> I need to get Dude, myself that book. It's all the mental game. Yeah, it's called Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. Very good. I'm going to check it out. Um, so listen, bro, um, to wrap up, our podcast, I always, always, always have one question that I ask all of my guests, all of my colleagues. I want to go ahead and ask it to you. If you had 18-year-old Brody right in front of you right now, what advice would you give him? Hmm. So, I mean, dude, that's such a tough, like, that's such a tough one. Like, I'm sure you hear a lot of great advice, but like, okay, so here, here's the, it's a catch-22 for me, like, because 18-year-old me, I was born such with an addict and an alcoholic, like 18 year old me, I could have told him any, any bit of it, the best advice in the fucking planet. And like 18 year old me was going to drink and do drugs. Right. Okay. So that's what it comes down to. So like one part, one portion of me would be like, Hey dude, why don't you just fuck up a little bit faster so that you can get sober at 19 at 20 instead of 21. Right. Because, and then the other part, and then like the traditional side of me, right. That like, people probably want to hear is like start reading focus on personal development. Like I don't care how much you want money or like money. Like whenever I was focusing on money, I was making 30% of what I'm making now when I focus on myself and self-transformation. I'm with that, man. I'm with that. Yeah. I have a really crazy story, bro, but it's really good to see that 
how you've turned that all around and you've turned it around pretty quick, man. I mean, look at all the stuff that you're doing. You have a beautiful family. Like you're actually inspiring other people now. Like it just, it just goes to show. And like I was saying before at the beginning of the podcast, excuses are just bullshit. Okay. Because you could pull yourself out of any situation that you're in. There's always a positive way out and you found that positive way. And it's it's very admirable, bro. I really look up to that. You know, I'm not going to say I could relate to a lot of the things that you've gone through, but I could say I could relate to the positivity and to the, to the need and want to be better and be successful. And I fuck with that 100%, man. I'm very happy that you're on this, on this podcast with me. Um, this is season one of grind and hustle. I've had some really exciting people this season and it's an honor to have you here, man. Thank you so much for being part of this. Yeah, dude. I mean, I, I, I appreciate you, you having me on. I'm super glad, super glad we connected. I'm excited to see where your podcast goes. I think that you are, I think you got some legs there. Good stuff, man. So just to remind all of our listeners and viewers, you can find you on Instagram at Brody Kern. I'm going to go ahead and put it on the screen for the video. Why don't you go ahead and spell it out for everybody on the podcast? Yeah, just at Brody Kern, B-R-O-D-I-E-K-E-R-N. I want to give a quick shout out to HoneyBook for making this episode possible. HoneyBook helps you streamline your business process from inquiry to booking to project completion. I've simplified my client booking process through HoneyBook's automated emailing system. My clients get their proposal, contract, and payment request all in one email sequence, even if they don't have a HoneyBook account. With HoneyBook, clients get automatic payment reminders and all payments get deposited right into my bank account. It makes bookkeeping so much easier. You can even integrate it with QuickBooks. So go to honeybook.com and get 50% off when you use promo code Alex. Do you have a life-changing event you want to share with us? Shoot us a text at 305-526-4072 or go to Alex Quinn with one N on Instagram and press the contact button on the profile page and then click text. Alrighty, guys, let's bring this episode together. Let's talk about highlights. If you're looking for more likes and comments on your page, make sure to use relevant hashtags. Drop them in the post comments. Also, have you thought about what is actually giving you fulfillment in your life? You got to drop the material things, drop the, e- drop the ego, and drop the material things. There will be time for them. And don't just talk about working. Do it. Are you putting in work when nobody's watching? Make sure to surround yourself with people who uplift you. Because hustle inspires hustle. This is Alex Quinn, and you're listening to the Hustle Inspires Hustle podcast. Thank you guys so, so much for taking the time to tune in. I'd really appreciate it if you guys could share with someone, review, or even subscribe to the podcast. If you want to connect with me, follow me on Instagram at Hustle Inspires Hustle. Or you could follow me on my personal, Alex Quinn with one N. This is the Hustle Inspires Hustle podcast with Alex Quinn.